Hello, and welcome to the Gene Space, where I talk about creativity, writing, music, life in an autistic household, and other random stuff. Um, this uh, one is about the English composer Gustav Holst. And he did not compose very many works for wind band, but the ones he did are humdingers. And I'm talking about the first suite. Oh, and we open at a seaside concert series um, in a band I've played on and off with for probably decades now. But I was playing a different instrument in the band this time, not clarinet, not flute, but alto sax. And I was really excited to get to perform one of my favorite band compositions on a new part. There's always something different and cool that happens when you hear something from the perspective of a different seat in the band. So enjoy the show. Gustav Holst's first suite in E-flat was the third piece on the program. A breeze off the waves ruffled the edges of my part. Mike, sitting next to me, slurped from his water bottle. The air smelled of ozone and fried food and Mike's desire to play the solo in the first movement, but he'd had his chance the previous week. It was my turn. The flutes had stopped squinting. The horizon had overtaken the sun. The hot day was finally cooling. I loosened my alto sax strap half an inch and waited for the downbeat. Then the chicane started and the outside world fell away. Holst, who lived from 1874 to 1934, was my first big musical crush. I'd met him at Regionals, an annual honors band concert, where I'd been introduced to the first suite playing the second clarinet part with four other people. There was something extra, as my millennial son, Sonny, would say about this music. The melodies felt as though they were calling words from the back of my head. The big moments were so big that I felt breathless when we got to the simple E-flat chord that finished off the first movement. And the clarinet parts... Whoa. I listened to the clarinetist at the front of the section, the one playing a part so important it was marked solo. I wanted to play that part. At that concert by the sea in late August, our band was small, almost as small as Holst's original instrumentation, which was one on a part and only about, I think, 19 parts. He wrote this piece in 1909 while he was splitting his time between teaching music at a girls' school and at Morley College although the suite wasn't performed until 1920. Often, college music programs do the piece with the smallest numbers, clarinets being the violins of a band, even in one-on-one parts, they have the biggest numbers on stage, four soprano clarinets, plus E-flat and bass. A revised edition put out in 1948 beefed up the numbers by adding alto and contrabass clarinet parts. I've played all the clarinets on this piece, from E-flat 1 to contrabass, leading to a choir in my head any time I perform it. Holst is interesting, never quite tragic, but with a life featuring plenty of disappointment and blind alleys. With three generations of professional musicians preceding him, nobody was surprised by his musical talent. His father, a pianist, 
urged young Gustav in the direction of a solo piano career, which didn't work out. Holst was extremely nearsighted and frail, partly because as a student he nearly starved himself. Combined with the neuritis he felt in one arm, it was impossible for him to practice piano enough to get a career. He was always interested in composition, and he studied this subject at the Royal College of Music, but couldn't quite make a go of it in terms of supporting himself. He kept composing, but uh, worked as a professional trombonist and as a teacher. He had, uh, in fact, a career that most contemporary musicians today would recognize, jumping from job to job, making content on the side, and hoping to go viral someday. The first suite was published in 1921. At this point, Holst had finally gone viral, mostly due to the planets, which he composed mostly during World War I. This work, scored for a large orchestra, remains his most popular. It has seven movements based on the planets of the solar system, excluding Pluto, which hadn't been discovered yet, and Earth. And if you haven't heard it, you should. Uh, Holst's dreams had come true. He could finally support himself as a composer. Everybody wanted to hear what he had to say. And he found he hated the attention. He refused to stay locked into the style he'd used in the 1910s, which had positioned him as kind of an ideal representation of the English voice in classical music. His imagination and efforts turned in all kinds of directions. He was interested in traditional English folk songs, true, but also in modern literature, in Indian mythology, astrology, and more. He kept editing his pieces, adopting a more sparse and economical mode of expression, and he slowly fell out of fashion. The first suite remained a major success with wind and concert bands. A hundred years after its publication, it's considered to be one of the foundational pieces of band literature, and it's still a standard on the concert stage. I'd fallen in love with many composers since, but Holst had a special place in my heart. He still does. Every time I played the suite, it was like coming across a Polaroid of an old friend, especially if I played it on a different instrument. The choir in my head hummed along as my fingers navigated the runs in the brillante section, counted rests until the part where Holst gives the melody to the sax alone, and then we all pushed through the relentless, glorious march to the tonic, breathless as always. Thanks so much for listening. While I was researching Holst, I discovered that he'd written a lot of vocal works. I know a few of them, um, but he'd written a lot of operas, and most of them were completely um, new to me. Uh, and so I'm having a lot of fun exploring them and listening to versions of them on YouTube. And it's nice to kind of get a different perspective about a composer that I love. So what composers or musicians were your first musical love? Do you still listen to them or perform them? You can check out this podcast as a blog on my WordPress page. There's a link in the description box. If you'd like to support the show, that would be awesome too. 
there's a button on the homepage. Until then, be well.